This is Troy Black. Welcome to My Prophetic Journal, in which I share the stories and details of my personal day-to-day interaction with the Holy Spirit. In the pages of this journal, you'll discover dreams, visions, prophetic utterances, miracles, and more, all connected to the voice of a real, living Savior. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. This is Troy. I have a word from the Lord to share with you today. I've got a few specific words. I also have a more general word, um, and I've got a really cool word of knowledge uh, that the Lord gave me last year that I want to share, a cool story involving that. So I want to start off with sharing this word that uh, uh, it's actually a vision I got recently. Um, the Lord had to explain what it meant later. <laughs> At first, it didn't make any sense. Um, and so the vision was that I, I started to see this bright yellow bee, and it was flying around and landing on uh, purple flowers and basically collecting pollen, you know, and then going to the next purple flower. Uh, and I'm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, I don't know what this means. <laughs> you know, and I started to pray about it. The first one was on August 9th, 2020, when I was seeing this vision of this bee landing on these purple flowers. And then a few days later, the Holy Spirit spoke a very specific word to me. It wasn't a vision, but it was a word. And all he said was, beehives in a warehouse, beehives in a warehouse. And I'm thinking, what on earth? <laughs> you know, what does that mean? And then what he began to explain to me was these things were connected. And he, he began to say, they were not meant to be there. Beehives are not meant to be inside of a warehouse. They're meant to be out in nature, you know, where the bees can collect the pollen, come back to their hive. It's not meant to be, it's meant to be a natural process. You know, me and my wife like to buy uh, natural honey, uh, organic honey if we can. We like to buy honey, uh, you know, it's more expensive, so we don't always, but if we can get it, we like to buy honey that is not mixed from a bunch of different places around the world, uh, honey that's not uh, not been tampered with in any way. And, and, and that is the way that God uh, designed not just honey, but the natural process of bees making honey. That's the way he designed it to be was uh, was not a manufactured process, but something that happens naturally out in nature. And what God was trying to tell me was that we, as the body of Christ, sometimes we're trying to mass produce our own personal promised lands. And, and, um, you know, the Old Testament referred to the promised land that the Israelites were supposed to be going into as a land flowing with milk and honey. And so he was using this imagery of this honey from these bees and, and, and these hives to show me that we are, we're so focused on getting to Uh, this promised land, what we've been promised, you know, from God, that we are, you know, here's just an example. We might, we might all uh, buy a Christian book that's popular at the time, read it and go, okay, I need to start doing all these things uh, in order to get what that person got, you know? And I think that's what God is saying is where we're getting off is it's, uh, you know, he's trying to paint this picture of relationship versus uh, works and and trying to emphasize the importance of the relationship. See, what happened when Jesus died on the cross was he didn't he didn't set up a list of things we had to do in order to reach the promised land. When we receive Christ as our Savior, we enter the promised land right away. And the promised land that we enter is a land that is is flowing with the living water that Jesus wants to give us. It's a, it's a land where um, we are we are in a personal relationship with the God of the universe interacting with him through his holy spirit and man we are already in the promised land you've already you've already got what god wants you to have what he what he paid for on the cross 
you know, we don't have the uh, eternal benefits yet. We're not, uh, you know, in heaven, but we are already seated with Christ in heavenly places in our spirit. We've already got it. And so what I believe God is trying to say is he's trying to refocus our eyes from what are the next things I need to do? What are the steps I need to take, the things I need to learn in order to get where I want to go to how can I learn to, to grow more intimately in love with Jesus right here where I am? How can I, how can I walk with Jesus himself through the promised land right here where I am instead of always looking out there to something else? Because here's the thing, even if we got where we wanted to be, that doesn't mean that we would take Jesus with us. You know, that doesn't mean when we get there, we're always thinking that, you know, once I get here, then I'm really going to focus on the Lord and my relationship with Him, you know. But God is saying, no, 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 you need to focus on your relationship with me, your personal relationship right here where you are, right now. That is the best place we could be. That's the way God designed uh, this Christian life to be. And one of the things I believe that uh, that vision I got meant was, you know, these, this yellow bee is flying around landing on a purple flower. And I believe that purple color was representing uh, royalty. And he was trying to say, uh, you know, you are the sons and daughters of God. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're the sons and daughters of God. And a, and a loving father wants to have a loving relationship with their with their child. You know, I have three daughters myself. And Man, if a day goes by where I don't get to spend some qual- good quality time with my kids, oh gosh, I just, all I want to do is be around my kids. <laughs> you know, like I, sometimes I need a break and me and my wife will get away sometimes. Every once in a while we'll take a, a day and we'll go and just be with each other and, you know, drop the kids off at grandma and grandpa's house or whatever it might be. And gosh, but after that, I'm like, man, let's just go home and see our kids, you know, because we love them so much. They're our kids and God feels so much even more passionate about his children and, and sometimes I think we get so focused on doing things for God that we miss out on the love that He is pouring out upon us right now today. And God had to remind me of this uh, personally this past year. Um, this is the word of knowledge I mentioned uh, at the beginning of this journal entry, uh, this this episode. Um, and and the, what happened was this: I went for a walk. I was I was extremely busy. I was you know starting new. Um, projects with the ministry. I'm extremely busy in, in in many different areas, and I was going for this walk, and I was praying um, to try to receive, you know, something from God to share that week in a video. You know, I'm like, God, I haven't put a video out this week. You know, I need you to uh, share something with me, put something on my heart, give me a word, whatever it is, so that I can jump into your word, study, write down some stuff, and shoot a video. You know, and I'm thinking, I need to pump something out. I need to produce something, you know, and I think I was putting some of my value and my self-worth in that, you know, in getting something done, and even my worthiness when it came to coming before the Lord as his child, you know. And so I'm going for a walk, and I'm and I'm praying my heart out, and he said something amazing to me. He said, let's just spend some time together. He said, let's just spend some time together. And I, and I thought, oh man, that was the last thing on my mind, you know? And so I, I was walking down and I started to laugh, you know, a little bit thinking like, man, I'm just, you know, I'm just spending time with God, you know, and that's what I should have been doing instead of trying to get something done, you know, instead of always treating God like a business associate, you know? I, you know, I should have been treating him like a loving father who just wanted to take a walk with me, you know. And so I looked around and I saw these giant trees. I'm walking out on this nature trail, and I and I said, "Lord, what's your favorite tree?" <laughs> you know, and I just said it out loud, like, "Lord, what's what's your favorite tree?" You know, just curious, you know. 
And he said, he responded very clearly uh, immediately. He said, the Aspen, because of its strength and ability to withstand storms. And I was like a little bit taken aback. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And I thought, I don't even know what the Aspen is. I don't know what kind of tree that is. Uh, I have no idea if it's strong or has the ability to withstand storms. I don't know anything about it. I don't even know what it looks like, you know? I have no knowledge whatsoever about this kind of tree. And so uh, I, I continued to, to walk you know, down the path and the Lord started to say to me, if you will stay rooted in my love, you'll withstand the storms of life too. If, you'll, if you will stay rooted in my love, you'll withstand the storms of life too. So I got home. The first thing I did was I got out Google. You know, I Googled aspen trees and what I found amazed me Aspen trees are actually, it's the name of a species of tree. So there's several trees that fall under this category of aspen. Um, but, but what is unique to them is they are uh, what, what they call clonal colonies. And so what they will do is, instead of just being one tree that's planted by a seed and growing up out of the ground, they will actually, one seed will create a root system under the ground and they that root system will spread out and it will clone, basically a tree will clone itself by spreading its roots out and then growing up another tree out of those roots. And so many aspen trees will be connected together. And what I began to read was a couple things, specific things that blew my mind. Aspen trees are some of the oldest living organisms in the world. These clonal colonies will last for thousands and thousands of years. You know, people get all excited about the oldest tree in the world. It's like 4,000 years old or something. These aspen trees, you know, that oldest tree in the world doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't have anything on these aspen trees. These things last way longer. And the reason is because uh, when the forest fires come or the floods come or whatever, um, these things, even if the trees themselves get burned up, you know, completely gone, the roots are so well established and so well rooted under the ground. And, and this colony is so strong that even when everything else dies and goes away, you know, once the fire is gone or once, you know, once the uh, drought is gone, whatever it is, they come back up. They're still there and they're, they're still alive. And I believe that's what God was uh, not only saying to me this past year, I think that's what he's saying right now. If we will stay rooted in his love, He's, he's saying, if you will stay rooted in my love, you'll withstand the storms of life too. You'll be able to, you'll have strength to withstand any storm that you come up against. You know, the thing is, staying rooted in the works that God has given us to do is not going to cut it. Staying rooted in even our quote unquote calling is not going to cut it. We have to stay rooted in our personal walk with him, our, our personal relationship with him. Many of us have heard the tips that are meant to help us stop worrying, but some of us are still living a life plagued with worry. The truth is, God did not create you to be a worrier. You don't have to live in a constant state of anxiety. You can walk down a different path. I just released a new book titled Stop Worrying, Live in the Peace and Favor of God. In it, I share principles from God's Word that help us to win the battle against worry But I also share my personal journey of hearing from the Holy Spirit as He has helped me to practically walk out the truths I've been learning. So what are you waiting for? Come with me as we journey down a better path. Stop worrying and start living in the peace and favor of God every day. 
You can find links to the paperback and ebook version on TroyBlackVideos.com. Man, all the joy, you know, that we have, the joy of the Lord is our strength, but our, our joy comes just from knowing Jesus Christ, you know, just from, uh, you know, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. And part, part, part of the reason for that is, well, we need, you know, the gifts of the Spirit from the Lord. We need, you know, uh, revelation knowledge from God. We need these things to be able to do the things he's calling us to do, to be able to do the works. But we also need the fruit of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, we need those things. That is our rock. You know, Jesus himself is the cornerstone. And and the same uh, joy that he walked in, he wants us to walk in. The same uh, love that he experienced from the Father, he wants that to be our strength, that to be our, our foundation for everything else that in our life. Uh, and, and something I was reminded of uh, recently this week was uh, I was reading the story of Joseph in Genesis uh, chapter 40, and uh, starting in verse... Uh, eight, it says, uh, then they said to him, we have had a dream and there is no one to interpret it. And then here's Joseph's response. Listen to this. He says, it says, then Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell it to me, please. <laughs> I love this. Joseph says, y'all have had these dreams. You don't know what the interpretation of the dreams are, what the meaning behind it is. And these are the two things he says. This is his response. He's basically saying, can't God tell you what it what this dream means? And then the second thing he says immediately is, go ahead and tell it to me so I can tell you what the dream means. You know, and, and I've never caught that before, how um, sure Joseph was that he was going to be able to give them an interpretation. You know, I think a lot of times the story of Joseph is preached about from the angle of Joseph was so wise, he had so much wisdom, you know, he was so patient while waiting in prison, he had all these good principles and morals you know, from God, you know, these godly characteristics. Um, he was, he was, had all these organizational skills, you know, that he could use to help keep the, the, uh, country from going under, from the nation, from, um, perishing in the drought, all these different things. Yet at the same time, the thing that was behind everything was Joseph knew his God personally, because when, when Joseph heard these dreams, he said, God can give you the interpretation. And then he said, go ahead and tell me. And it, the reason was because Joseph, you know, we don't talk about this very often, but Joseph himself was a prophet, you know, because he was hearing directly from God. And Joseph knew God so well that when they said, you know, we don't know what this means. He said, if you'll just tell me, God will tell you, <laughs> you know, like he, this was not the first time this happened in Joseph's life. He knew his God so well that he knew that the same way God had spoken through him before and to him before, God was going to do it again. And I believe that's where God wants us to be. You know, Paul uh, said, I wish that you would all prophesy, speaking of believers, you know, and prophecy is not always, it's not always seeing a vision or, you know, getting a dream from the Lord or something like that. But though it often can be, it can simply be just hearing the voice of God in your heart. You know, all the other things that we're called to do, those things are only going to be a success. They're only going to be fulfilled the way God wants them to if we are building those things on a solid foundation of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If we are going into our secret place with him first and saying, Jesus, oh, I just want to know you, Jesus. I just want to I just want to hear your voice. I just want to be led by you. I just want to be changed by you first. You know, all these other things can sit to the side for a while. I just want to be in your presence. And and when I'm here with you, then I know that when I go out, man, you're going to be with me. And 
and, 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 and whatever needs to happen, you're going to make it happen. It's not going to be my strength that's making it happen, Lord. It's going to be you. And I believe God is calling us all back into that secret place with the Lord, into that pure, simple friendship with Jesus, that pure, simple relationship with our loving Father, that, that He's calling us to see ourselves, to view ourselves that way again, no matter what things we've quote-unquote accomplished in our life for God, no, no matter what position we hold. You know, we, we never get too big to be a child on, on Jesus' lap. The disciples were getting all upset because all these children were trying to come to the Lord, and Jesus said, let the little children come to me. He said, let them come. He said, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. If we will approach God every day as children and, and we'll realize that is the most valuable place we could ever be, is, is coming into his presence like a child. And when we are in that place, when we're resting in his presence in that way, well, he's going to make all the other things work out. It's not going to be something that's relying on our strength because, man, a child does not have much strength to rely on. It's going to be us relying on his strength to make it work. So I really hope this was encouraging. Till next time, this is Troy. Love y'all. This is Troy Black, and you've been listening to My Prophetic Journal. If you'd like to support this ministry, find out how on TroyBlackVideos.com. You'll also find links to my YouTube videos, books, blog posts, and more. That's TroyBlackVideos.com. I hope you'll join me again for another entry of My Prophetic Journal.